0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Kreigbaum. And this week, Jordan is out of town, so I am joined by a very special guest, Mr. Harsh Jaswal Hello, hello. I'm happy to be back again talking about the one and only The no- Snyder. <laughs> we have the number one Snyder fanboy in the building. And uh, Army of the Dead just came out, so we thought we'd do uh, a little bit of a, a career retrospective. Um... We're going to be talking about Dawn of the Dead, uh, The Owls of Gahul, and. Legend of the Guardians. The Legend of the Guardians, Owls The of Owls Gahool. of Gahul, and um, Sucker Punch leading up to Army of the Dead. Uh, before we get started on that, how are you doing? Yep. Yeah? yeah? <laughs> that, that's Absol- all I got. Absolutely. <laughs> what about you? I'm uh, surviving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surviving. Semester's
1: over. Yep. It's summer. I'm vaccinated.
0: Yes, absolutely. My my uh, my roommate last night had like a party and it, it was just cool to hear a party going on. Like mm-hmm. I was like, wow, things are actually <laughs> starting to get back yeah. to normal. It's kind of weird
1: the the rate of how fast things are going back to normal. I'm a little scared by that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. things will even out so. But
0: were you a, were you a Pfizer or were you a Moderna? Moderna.
1: That shit kicked my ass both times. I got oh, kicked really?
0: by both. Yeah. The second
1: time, that's what got me the most. Yeah. I was knocked out for like, f- like. I went to sleep that night i was like i'm feeling okay yeah the next morning I felt like death i was knocked out from like 9 a.m to like one just like i could barely yeah. breathe and my body was yeah really it, i had the full flu yeah, yeah. for one day
0: after but, it, but i'm alive <laughs> i guess that means it worked i guess i'm just um, weak and so i lived on to watch Zack snyder films <laughs> yeah, oh yeah um, you want to get started? Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, two thousand four, the directorial debut of Mr. Zack Snyder. Uh, you want to you want to give us a little plot synopsis? Yeah, the um,
1: it's pretty simple. Well, I've never seen the original George Romero one, but um, the I mean the plot of the movies zombie outbreak happens, and then we focus on a nurse. I forgot her name, but she's played by Sarah Palsy, I think is her name, and um, she. Sarah poli, poli. Uh, Anna. Oh, that's her character? Yeah, Anna. She wakes up to a zombie apocalypse starting, and she makes her way to a mall with the ragtag team, and then they just have to survive, and then the team kind of gets bigger, and things escalate from there. This is a very standard zombie movie. That's what I was thinking, but with that Zack Snyder flair throughout.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what That's what elevates it uh, above normal, fair, <laughs> you get that really cool like opening 12 minute like cold open yeah which is really cool mm-hmm. um you immediately you become apparent he introduces how his zombies are in his universe they're mean and they're fast oh yeah it's scary. They're scary. Yeah. They, they move, they're like sprinting full speed. And then, and the scene where she's driving out of the neighborhood. That shot is, is really beautiful. cool. It's Wonderful. really cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I love the opening credits. Oh the yeah. Johnny great. Cash song and just the world going to shit. Mm-hmm. It's immediate. It's immediately apparent that Zack Snyder has his, his style. <laughs> it's, it's there. Um, and, and that's cool to see. Like, usually when you're going back to, like, a film, not only, like, a directorial debut, but a remake of a horror film. You don't expect them. You expect it to be a very studio-mandated. Oh, yeah. But this still feels like a Zack Snyder film. Mm-hmm. And throughout, even with, like, the characters,
1: mm-hmm. like, they're just, like, out of all of Zack Snyder's movies, he tries to make every character badass. And this one's no different. Yeah. Like, um, Anna, she's just, from the start, yeah. when she's just trying to make her way out of the house... The scene's all bloody and gory, but she's fighting her way through. Every, <laughs> every character has a fight in them, and that's what I love about it. It's yeah. It's great. Yeah,
0: I like that, too. Um There's a lot of characters in this. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Not everyone that you care about, but... And some of the times, he tries to make you care for them, but then it just like falters. Like, the British guy, I wasn't oh, crazy yeah. on him. Yeah,
0: and then... There, there's that douchey, the guy from Modern Family, Ty Burrell. Oh yeah, plays that just fucking douche. Um, yeah. Overall, the character, the performances are are fine. They're nothing like standout, But and Vink
1: Frame he's the best he, one. He, I, I would say he's the standout. Even yeah. though he plays like the same character from Mission Impossible. The, <laughs> yeah, that he cool does. Calm, collected, but it's still nice to see him just hmm Be him, so.
0: Um, so the basic from yeah, the other, they're trapped in this in this shopping mall, and it's the your normal zombie movie thing where people start betraying each other, um, like the situation is getting hopeless. And and my favorite aspect of of that is the Ving Rhames talking to the guy across the way oh, yeah. on the roof with the signs. I love that shit. That was great. That's really it, it just shows like a human thing. Mm-hmm. And and I really, really enjoy that. It's also, it also is backed by, by Zack Snyder loves doing, doing his like song montages. Oh, yeah. He Literally. loves it. Um, I had a few issues with, I guess if we're talking about like early director mistakes, a lot of this, it feels like really overexposed with the lighting. Sometimes yeah. the lighting is so blown out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's because um, before he directed
1: Dawn of the Dead, he was his own DP. Because he shot commercials for like a decade before moving on to features. Sure. And this was the first time he wasn't DP because the studio wouldn't let him be Mm -hmm. director DP for the first time. Right. And so I feel like he didn't have as much control over the the look of the movie as he wanted to. Right. And as seen with Army of the Dead, it's like he goes all out with the visual size. So I feel like that might be the reason. But still, like... Yeah,
0: I, I know what you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do think that the the practical gore is really good in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's a couple effects that are that are awesome. The the, the birth scene of the zombie baby. I there's thought the a, zombie baby looked dumb. No, oh really? <laughs> I thought it looked dumb. <laughs> uh, but there's a couple really gnarly kills where I was like, yeah, that's awesome. There's one with like the pike through the through the top of the head. Um, and you saw the director's cut? I, did. And I, I did. From not. from the cut comparison, I looked at it was mostly gore and a couple extra like little exchanges okay. of dialogue. They they did a couple more scenes to make um, what's his name more sympathetic? Um Michael Kelly, oh, the the one yeah. that you uh, the, the asshole the the asshole that you're like oh he's gonna betray him and they don't go that direction. And mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. I really liked his character arc towards the end. Yeah, like even
1: though it doesn't happen till like the very very end, mm-hmm. I'm like.
0: This is cool. Yeah. Um, oh, the gore effect where where the, the girl gets sawed in half in the car. <laughs> <track>. <laughs> <It's> the old ass <laughs> guy just falling over with Jesus the saw. Jesus Christ. That was hilarious. But like, yeah, as you like get to that ending and like it ra- it's wrapping up. I'm like, all right. This is this is very standard mm-hmm. zombie movie fare mm-hmm. with the with the love interest who has to. Uh, that felt. I didn't feel anything. With no, that. it didn't need to be there. And that and that's what I think kind of holds the movie back is by the end. I just didn't. I didn't really care about anyone in particular.
1: The dog. That's where. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> I care about the dog the most. The dog.
0: Oh god, that lady, that girl just running oh, across. It's so str- annoying. I was like, why? That's so frustrating to watch. I was. Really it's so frustrating. Me. Um, pretty good effects for the for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked I like the pacing specifically of the first thirty minutes. How it it does not slow down. Oh yeah. You are constantly moving. She's she's getting attacked. She's leaving the neighborhood. They're finding survivors, they get to the mall, they're fight like, that first act is really, really well-paced. Um, and, and mostly the whole thing is, is well-paced. Did you, I don't know if it was just me, but
1: whenever, um, Anna meets the, um, like, Ving Rames and the, the couple with the baby, I felt like there was some slight racism in there. <laughs> yeah. But it was Ving Rames saying it to the guy. Yeah. And I was like, I was just kind of confused. I was like, hmm. Maybe because it was like the time. I don't know. It did feel a little weird. I was like, huh. It was like, I don't know. It just felt a little off, but
0: um, there was another cut comparison. I wanted to. Say, how does that zombie scene, the baby scene, play out in terms of in terms of him shooting the other like lady, them mm-hmm. shooting each other? How does that play out? I think that's longer in the unrated cut for some reason. It. I mean, it goes off like he
1: shoots. He shoots. No, the lady shoots first, and then he shoots back, and then the
0: lady just gets fucking annihilated, and then the guy. No, hit. in the in the in the director's cut, it's like a minute long. It's like a John Woo shootout. Oh. It's, it's like it's like they're just shooting back and forth, and oh. it's like the um, the the famous Zack Snyder shots of the fucking the shell bullets. hitting. Dera- I don't think there's a single Zack Snyder movie with without the shell. Even in the Owl movie, I'm sure there's like. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> But, yeah, this is the one I have the least to say about. for yeah, sure.
1: It's very standard. it's an, I mean. it's
0: enjoyable, but it's not gonna be like one that I remember that' like um or really go back to. Yeah, uh, I think we can move on to to the more interesting of the films. Uh, i'm I'm like a like a six out of ten on this one, honestly. it's it's fine. six and a half. Yeah. Right. it's like it's a zombie movie, definitely. But now we get to um, The Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, mm-hmm. which is his, um, it was after he did 300 and Watchmen. And it's his first animated first movie. First animated movie. Like Dawn of the Dead, I was going into this one like, I don't know if I'm going to see Zack Snyder's style in an animated movie. From the
1: get-go with the feather falling through the logo and the opening credits of the owl flying, it's just like, yep, this is him.
0: This is going to be controversial. Uh, this is my favorite movie we're talking about today. Oh, I don't <laughs>
1: It makes sense, yeah. It's it has, It's so much better than it has any right to be. This movie should suck ass. It's yeah. It should, but yeah. it's badass to its core. It's so so cool. I
0: love this movie. It's really cool. Um. So so a quick a quick plot rundown. We get we it's get, a lot. we. Get, so we get. I'll try to be quick. So we get an owl. Uh, his name's Soren. He's a barn owl. And he's, and him and his brother, um, what the hell's his brother's name? Um, I couldn't tell you the, the character's name. His name's Clud. <laughs> and they're kidnapped by owls for, uh, for St. Aggies. St. Aggies. It's like an orphanage where they're, like, brainwashing owls into becoming soldiers for their army. And then they have, like, pickers on the front line for...
1: A weird yeah. magic rock thing. It's so
0: strange. Yeah. and so and so Soren escapes. his brother does not cause his brother's kind of evil. Mm-hmm. and uh, I should have spoiled for so whatever. <laughs> you're watching a movie about movies from <laughs> fifteen years ago. Um, but like, yeah, so so Soren escapes. his brother stays behind because he wants to he fits in with the with the soldier owls. and he he kind of comes, he comes across his own group of friends. And and their their goal is to find the the island of Gahul where there's, like, a bunch of, like, myths and legends of these, like, warrior owls. Um, and like back who will day, help like? them defeat the owl army and the leader, Metal Beak. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Or, like, for the basic plot. Yeah. There's, there's some more specifics and stuff. Mm-hmm. This movie's animation really holds up. To this day. It's been, I think... Over ten years now since the movie came
1: out, yeah, it looks just as good as any Pixar movie. It looks awesome. I
0: know it's insane. And from the first shot, I was like, "Wow, this is gorgeous." And it's just the cinematography
1: is some of the best in any Zack Snyder movie. Which is, it's like that's saying a lot because all of his movies look
0: fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it looks great. It flows great. I love the score. The score is a banger. The cast. Stacked ca- yeah, the Holy voice, shit, shit the cast. Hugo great. Weaving, Helen Mirren, Jim Sturgis Jeffrey Rush, uh, Sam Neill, like Joel Edgerton. This I, is like a this is a stacked yeah. fucking cast, and and they all bring like life to these characters, oh, yeah. which which m- some of them are underdeveloped, but you but you still like feel their presence because mm-hmm. the voice cast is so so great. Yeah, definitely. Um, if anything, I think this movie is too short. Yeah. I oh, would yeah. have liked it to be longer because like, it feels like it truncates the story so quickly. Like another
1: 20-30 minutes just to flesh Make out more Make this like characters. a two-hour
0: movie. Yeah. Because, because I'm enjoying what I see mm-hmm. and I want to see more. Um, one issue I did have with the movie mm-hmm. was like the movie is
1: so, not so serious, but it takes itself seriously with its yeah. battles, its characters, and its story. Mm-hmm. But then there's one part in the middle of the movie where you get a Firefly song I think.
0: Owl City. Owl yeah. City and it's yeah. just like
1: it's like uh, playing to the the kids. It's like all right. Yeah, I it's get it. it's jarring. It's yeah, but other than that, I mean, the movie flows really nicely. Mm-hmm.
0: There were moments uh, when, like, with the with the spectacle of the animation and the score, I was reminded of the reason I love like How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, with that okay. kind of like soaring, majestic yeah. like style. That scene in the in the rainstorm oh, is so great. The slow mo shot with the lightning in the background. Yeah, like, and it, and ooh, going through the swirl. Literally, you could frame that. Oh
1: it's man, beautiful.
0: There's a couple shots you could frame. Um, also, the action scenes are really cool and oh, yeah. well
1: choreographed. The way he made the owls battle with their claws and their yeah. their wings. It's like holy shit, they're brutal. Like yeah.
0: the way they just attack each other. It's like Jesus Christ. And it's dark too. Oh yeah, like with, it's a dark movie. Like, Owl's will fucking die. His brother it? getting flamed alive, and I know he doesn't die oh, because yeah. he's. It was
1: like, it set up a sequel. I really wanted a sequel. It would have been fucking badass. I
0: would have watched three more of these. Oh yeah, hell
1: yeah. yeah. It's based on a book series, I believe, mm. and they like
0: combined a few books in this movie. Right. I believe so. And yeah. To see it play out even more would have been cool, but. But yeah, and that's what like my issues arise because of the short length. When you get to the climax, it feels very rushed yeah. in terms of there's like. The, the thing with his brother is over way too quickly. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted more of that, like, relationship. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, a movie that, that people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. People and I forget like, about it through his photography. Yeah, and I feel like people should talk about it because it's a cool movie for kids, and I think the adults will be equally entertained by <laughs> the... Because, like, the side characters are all cute and fun, mm-hmm. and um, their humor wasn't... I mean, it's obviously not aimed for me, but it was never annoying. Yeah. Like, it, it, it wasn't... Cringe! It never got to that like kids movie level for me. Yeah. it was just like okay, <laughs> I get it. Um, I I I just I really like and the plot is weird as fuck. Oh yeah, like it's so really like, weird. So like, so like the army they're like brainwashing some of the owls to be pickers where they're picking through like the uh, like the pellets that the owls spit out for pieces of metal. And, I, and what is that weird? The thing that has,
1: like, aura around it, I still don't know what the hell I, that thing yeah, is. Yeah, and
0: they're, like, putting all these metal flecks in, like, this big machine that's doing... You know, I feel like you just
1: need to know that thing is bad. <laughs> bad, bad machine, bad. bad machine, yeah. They, they gotta stop it. Um, but.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I really like the flow of this movie. I just think uh, it doesn't stay on anything uh, too long. I think Jim Sturgis is a really great pick for that mm-hmm. for that main character. He fits really well. And I think Hugo Weaving is a great pick for oh, the yeah. character they did for him. Helen Mirren's great. The character design. Awesome. Like, each
1: owl, they don't look like... You don't get muddled. They're and, expressive. And, yeah, you yeah. know which one is which when you're watching it. And, oh, for sure. They
0: yeah. made them very different. Mm-hmm. Distinct. Um, did Snyder write this one? I don't think... I uh, mean, no. You don't believe so. No, though. no, no. He, he did not write this one. Um... Uh, you know I don't think how many of his films does he actually write, like his own films. I know he wrote Army. He wrote Army,
1: and I know he didn't get um, screenplay credit on um, on Man of Steel, but I think he helped a little bit. He co wrote. His...
0: He co wrote Sucker Punch.
1: Co wrote, and then I think I think that might be because I know James Gunn did uh, Dawn. James Gunn. Which Gunn is surprising. Did, yeah. And then some of the dialogue. I was like, yeah. And then Watchmen. Um, he didn't write, and then he doesn't have a lot of screenplay credits. But I think um, he does help write throughout, just like scenes here and there.
0: Oh, that's funny! I didn't even catch that. You hate James Gunn and oh, yeah. Snyder. Oh yeah, I fuck it. That's it's weird. funny. It, I it, didn't realize the irony in that. Yeah, James Gunn's style, even the, like, even though
1: we're talking about Guardians, but going back to Dawn, um, James Gunn's style doesn't isn't there as much because I feel like the directing style. Kind of overtakes it, and plus, it's
0: not his style shows up in his writing more than it does in his direction, for sure. Are you talking about James? James, James? Gunn. Yeah, I, but I didn't feel it in Dawn. There was a couple
1: exchanges. I was like, okay, that's kind of like I that. haven't seen a James Gunn in a long or a James Gunn movie in a long
0: time, so yeah, fair. <laughs> okay. You gonna watch the Suicide Squad? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Going back to the Owl Movie, <laughs> I love calling it that. The Owl Movie.
1: I feel like everyone knows what that movie is. It's yeah, like, if I just the said owl the Owl Movie, movie they'd like, be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, it made money, just not enough to to More support, a sequel. But I wish, I wish it had, mm-hmm. because there's, there's this universe can be expanded on in a in a oh, way yeah. that. It's, yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot more to say about this one. Yeah, it's are, very solid. It's a really good movie. Good. I. It's like a strong seven for me. I'd bump it up to eight. Yeah, but yeah, but it's a good movie, and yeah, yeah. it's on HBO Max. So yeah. give it a whirl. Now, now we move on. Now we move on to the one that we have the most dissenting opinions about. Probably
1: the most controversial Zack Snyder movie. That yes.
0: Oh yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, in terms of reception, mm-hmm. that's 2011's Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. Um. You can give a plot rundown for this one. Honestly, I don't know if I can because this plot is fucking balls
1: to the wall. So we focus on um, this girl. Her name's Baby Doll. Baby Doll. They don't actually say their real name. Yeah. And um, the opening credits, it all silent. All it's basically a short film at the beginning. Yeah, it's one of the best parts. We see her. uh, Basically, uh, her her mother dies. Her and her stepfather's trying to get money because of the mother's death but then in the will it says that it will go to her two children and then we see basically some violent events happen and her sister dies and um she ends up going up to a insane asylum basically, yeah. for all an all women insane asylum yeah and um she's not happy there and basically to escape her reality she goes to like another layer Mm. in her mind yeah to escape and we're in a brothel house
0: yeah so it's like uh it's like her her alternate reality like her coping alternate reality and then
1: underneath that reality she goes to another one to escape even further from like the actual reality so like
0: we barely get any time in like the actual world most of it is spent in the in the middle one where it's a brothel and oscar isaac who's like the uh he runs this Insane Asylum. Scumbag piece of shit. But in, in he runs the insane asylum, but in this middle there he's like a gangster who like runs a pimp, basically. A pimp who runs yeah. the bar, the brothel. Um and and all the girls there have to dance for the cut these customers. A baby
1: doll, she wants to escape and she devises a plan with um some girls that she befriends and yeah. they need to gather a few items and basically escape and through trying to get these items we
0: see Mm -hmm. these huge action scenes play out when the other in the other layer the third layer and they're all and they're all basically they can all be considered kind of like short action short action like short films because they're all like in a different location Mm -hmm. with like a different like goal Mm -hmm. um i i'll give it to this movie very unique Oh, yeah. Super unique, super ambitious. I've never, I've never seen something kind of attempt this style of of crazy. Mm-hmm. From the opening credits, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." It's like Zach Snyder literally unleashed. He's just fucking this to is the wall. this is unfiltered Zach Snyder. Oh
1: yeah, like if you thought like Man of Steel was like. You know, not enough of his style was here. This is the movie. Like, it's literally from this first frame of the movie mm-hmm. with the the curtains drawing back mm-hmm. and the camera pushing in, and it's just his style's everywhere.
0: I, I th- I'm at a place for this movie, where I I just don't know how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. I, out of I have seen all Zack Snyder films, but one, and I, there's not a single one that I hate. There's a couple that I that I don't like very much, but there's not a single one that I can't find like redeeming qualities in. And this is one, I, years ago when I watched this movie for the first time, I hated it. I hated it so much. This rewatch, I certainly did not hate it. I think Snyder obviously has a knack for, for composing magnificent visual compositions. Oh, yeah. There were a couple shots here. I was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And I will agree.
1: The story does get muddled and so things don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And... I was While I was re-watching the movie mm-hmm. It's kind of sound odd But I was thinking of Tenet I didn't know what the fuck Was going on in Tenet Yeah I didn't either But I still was like Like I was obsessed with it I was like This yeah. is fucking awesome I love Tenet See it. I don't love Tenet Yeah Oh okay Cause yeah. like with Sucker Punch I don't really know what's going on Half the time No I really don't It's like An yeah. action scene with a dragon Robots I don't fucking know Yeah But I was like And a big reason why I really really dig Sucker Punch is I feel like with most people they hate themselves like a lot, and to see her just descend herself from reality into like just three different layers, yeah. just to escape from where she is. I just feel like mm. I feel like it's really relatable, and I really just dug that idea. Sure, to get away from yourself, mm. I really love that idea.
0: I like the concept. I'm I'm held back by like I guess just my brain. Um uh, because, because 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 there's Logic. like there's like these like elaborate action scenes and I just kind of wish they matched the situation that was happening like in the real world a little yeah, a little you. more. In terms of like like with a lot of the circumstances one of the other girls is getting the object that they need and Baby Doll's dancing, but in the vision Baby Doll's like always gets the like killing blow and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I just kinda wished like it had matched up more. Mm-hmm. The scenes themselves range for me. I thought the samurai fight was cool, a bit yeah. artificial. Uh, the CG sometimes the CG holds up sometimes it doesn't yeah definitely
1: the dragon i feel like that didn't hold up Yeah, the, at the, the dragon
0: my favorite of the of the set pieces is the world war II nazi like, zombies because i think i think the, chore- the choreography for the action scenes are really incredible. cool really cool and i love how he frames the action it's sh- it's shaky cam it's handheld but not once
1: is it like no, can, it's, it's you can, can comprehend and do really, really well yeah. done. And the shot of um, the entire crew with Scott Glenn behind them and the music kicking in, yeah. that's cinema, baby. <laughs> I love that shit. I live for that.
0: <laughs> that that is my favorite set piece, and that's also when the CGI is aged the best, and when she's in the mech and she oh, robots yeah. into the air and, and it's just taking It's things. just like that
1: action, is... it's everything is up to an eleven in those mm-hmm. action scenes. And I love how it just doesn't hold back.
0: Right. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um Kind of re- visually reminded me of that really less lesser known film, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, that they did mid two thousands. I don't. It's it's one of the it's a sci fi where they did we're all in front of a green screen. Oh, okay. it, it just it reminded me visually. But the the one that holds up holds up the least is the robot one, which looks weird. Oh me. yeah, it, it looks it looks odd to me. That is my least
1: favorite out of all of them.
0: Um, and I get what they're trying to do. Um, it was just kind of awkward Yeah. Like, it, it it just looks a bit awkward um with this like very long take but very digitally enhanced mm-hmm. with the zoom ins and zoom with out, zoom out. Yeah. um it reminded me did you see that Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie from? No years ago? there's a scene like that in that oh shit <laughs> yeah but um I, I like i like the film my my favorite part besides that uh, the World War 2 zombie uh, set piece is the supporting cast Oscar Isaac is great. He's oh, yeah. unhinged. Oh yeah, he goes crazy. The, the scenes where he is yelling at these girls, oh, I'm it's like, scary. In. I'm like, damn, this dude's fucking yeah. scary. Also, and he looks like Gomez Adams. <laughs> <in it. laughs>
1: Carla Gugino, yeah, she's really good in this movie. She's she, great. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, those two are like the best actors and in Scott the film. Scott Glenn, Scott Glenn, yeah. He has a small amount of screen time, but. Mm-hmm
1: every time he's on it it really really affects.
0: yeah the supporting cast in general like makes this movie better <laughs> the main cast is is mostly fine i say there's five girls i say three of them are great
1: you got sweet pea um or emily cornish is and um emily browning
0: emily cornish and emily uh browning jenna malone and Je- jenna malone is my favorite they
1: those three they do a great job Vanessa Hudgens and Maggie Chung. Abby Cornish. Not Abby, Abby Cornish, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're all good. But uh, um, Vanessa Hudgens and, and Jamie Chung. And Jamie Chung. They're not good. No, they're not. They're just not. not. They're and, not.
0: And, and and also, they literally do not have characters. Like, I'm a Snyder defender to my fucking court. I can't defend them. They're just bad. Like, you're supposed <laughs> to be, like, really betrayed when Vanessa Hudgens, like, sells them out. Oh, yeah. Who Who is her? Who is she? <laughs> 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 what, right. What's her character? Like, honestly, whenever she said that she betrayed them,
1: I was like, what? Uh, like that scene, kind of, I was like, okay, and then, yeah. Honestly, whenever they get shot, I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> like, I, didn't feel I It's like much. a
0: shocking moment at the time. I'm like, I'm like, oh, they went there. Like, mm-hmm. damn, they're 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 murdering these. But the looking girls.
1: back, it, I feel like it didn't have yeah. the impact that. Like the only one with
0: even the slightest bit is Jenna. Oh yeah, that
1: day. that really did crush me.
0: Um, and then. I, I still don't know how I feel about the last 10 minutes. See,
1: you saw the theatrical cut. I did see the theatrical the cut. I've cut. heard
0: Apparently, there's more.
1: Because with the director's cut, I've never seen the theatrical. And with mm. the director's cut, you get a really long scene with John Hamm talking to Baby Doll just about mm. her situation and letting go and just being who you are. And the ending, mm. it, it really does sell it. So sure. I feel like the theatrical cut got. Um, jaded from that. Yeah, and so I mean, that's
0: probably true. I will be checking out the extended cut at some, some point yeah. in time just to see if I if I like it better. But like for me, I'm still confused I, again, we're going back to the narrative and mm-hmm. I don't think you're supposed to think about it like as deeply as yeah. like you're just supposed to like accept it on like a base. Definitely. I, I just don't understand like how in the real world they say after she gets her lobotomy, they, they say that she did all these things like burned down. I'm like, wasn't she in like confinement? Yeah. Well, how uh, how was she doing these things? No idea. It's just my brain going... Like I said, I have no uh, idea what the w- fuck is going on, <laughs> yeah. but I'm digging it. It's like, a new be- it's like a new metal music video from like 2005. It, the song choices
1: are great. They're like heavy rock Co- and Covers
0: roll. Of, of other songs. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the two that work the best for me are the Sweet Dreams that are made mm-hmm. of these... Um, and, um, oh, there was another one.
1: I, the one during the cathedral scene, the white rabbit. Yeah. I really love that.
0: There's a couple good ones. A couple that are, are a little strange mm-hmm. to me, to my ears, but again, this is a very ambitious movie. <laughs> he, and swings. Underst- uh, he swings. I understand. He swings. I understand why one would love it. And mm-hmm. I also understand why one would mm-hmm. completely hate this movie. Yeah. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I respect it more than I like it. I think is is a fair way to put it. I respect that Zach is out here taking risks. I I respect that he got his studio to approve this. this is the fucking wildest studio this approved movie, movie. Bombed.
1: Oh yeah. This movie bombed hard. It shouldn't have. It's fucking it's badass actually. I don't know how the movie bombed with the marketing, but I don't know. I I didn't see this movie theaters. So I was like ten when the movie yeah, came
0: yeah. out. So. um, but it there there's a lot that works about it a lot that kind of whiffs for me uh i just don't think the characters are developed as they should be for a movie so driven by these lead characters yeah. baby doll i get her goal i just don't Dude, know her. i was really sold on her
1: performance alone um, she, Emily Browning, she is good the way she sells her sadness i mm. feel like that that's great Yes. Yes. And, um, the ending monologue from S- Sweepy, I think, or Emily Cornish, or is it Abby, Abby Cornish? Abby Cornish. <laughs> I feel like that ending monologue where she's talk- basically talking to the audience.
0: That is good. I feel like that was I, really I, li- I think it has a good moral. It has like a good moral center. Mm-hmm. Um, you get it with like the opening monologue talking about how your angels mm-hmm. will will sometimes speak through devils mm-hmm. to, to which is what they they show that when um. Carla Giorgino's character shows that they're that she's on their side yeah. by whispering like "fight" before she gives you have all the weapons you need now fight I yeah, feel like yeah that's really really effective like there, there are some co- I, and again I totally understand what this movie's going for I just don't think it fully works for me yeah. but I, I totally respect the effort mm-hmm. for me it's like a five and a half um, maybe maybe the director's cut would mm-hmm. be able to get it to like a six range.
1: You already know me, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. and that's and that's fair. It's it's very unique. I think people should watch it to at least make up their mind. Whether you like it or not, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah, it's insane. Oh yeah, another insane movie is our is our new release of the year.
1: Army of the Dead. Army
0: of the Dead, the new zombie film. We're we're going full circle on the zombie. Coming
1: back to the zombie genre.
0: Um. This one stars Dave Bautista. A really diverse cast. Really diverse, diverse. cast. Yeah. But the only like real big actor is uh well we got Dave Bautista and uh, Omari Hardwick. Um, and
1: uh, Crystal. Oh, never mind. Ah. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> censor his name. Censor <laughs> it. But but yeah, other than Dave Bautista, it's a pretty um sm- like small cast. So this. So, the plot here... That fucking genius plot. Uh, genius.
0: So, so the opening scene is the army is transporting an object they got from Area 51. And somehow somehow's escaped because of Roadhead. Yeah, and, and <laughs> a couple... A uh, guy who's getting sucky-sucky <laughs> from his new bride. They crash into the convoy. The uh, container breaks open. It's a zombie. Some, someone they were experimenting on. He gets loose... And and they're right, right next to the city of Las Vegas. They basically fuck the whole city, and that becomes a quarantine zone. And they wall off Las Vegas. They from the they, rest of the world. they completely wall it off, where where the zombie outbreak has not spread to the rest of it's the world. It's been contained to only Las has been Vegas. Contained. And Dave Bautista, who's a soldier with with some traumatic shit in his past, mm-hmm. he's he's flipping burgers at a diner, and and he's approached by by a man. Um, I'm forgetting the name. He's been in
1: a good amount of stuff. The basically like the the villain uh, of the movie. Uh,
0: Tanaka, Tanaka. Mm-hmm. He um I I do I do not know how to pronounce his name. Uh, but he was um he was in Lo- uh, the Wolverine. Oh yeah. He wasn't. that. he what, was in Endgame
1: for like a scene with uh, with Hawkeye whenever he, he kills all those Japanese. He's also guys.
0: Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat.
1: Oh, I haven't seen. I'm not yeah. a Mortal Kombat guy. Yeah, but, yeah, but he is a
0: Scorpion. And, oh shit. But um so he's approached by him with with basically plans they're in las vegas there is a safe with
1: 200 million 200 million dollars
0: and they're like get this money because in a couple days they are planning on nuking the city off the map um mm-hmm. so before the nuke comes go and get the money take whoever uh, in your crew that you want and split it you get 50 of that of that 200 to split whatever way you want and that's our movie. Yeah, zombie
1: heist movie set in Las Vegas.
0: And and in order to get in the city, he he enlists the help of his crew and then eventually his daughter, who works at a The um, quarantine zone, right? The outside. quarantine zone. Um she makes and her way who, they're the- very estranged from each other. Mm-hmm. And from there we have a zombie movie. This movie's wild.
1: It's fucking like it's how was bananas.
0: Saying, like how I was saying Sucker Punch was Boston World. This is
1: like, even more balls-to-the-wall crazy.
0: Because th- this is, um... I've heard that that Netflix gives people pretty much full creative range. And you can, you can see can tell it. yeah. There's not going to be a Snyder Cut of this because this is the it's Snyder long. Cut.
1: It's two and a half hours. Yeah.
0: Even though it probably doesn't need to be, but... We'll, t- we'll get into that. But... I enjoyed this movie. I, I don't think it like ever hits the realm of like I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a I think it's a little better than Dawn of the Dead, oh. his his first uh, zombie effort. There's a lot to appreciate about here. Mm-hmm. I think it's. A cool looking movie. I don't know if I like the look as much as, as oh. some of his other films. See, that my favorite part about the movie was the visual. Was the style visual
1: style because like the lens choice and how deep the it's focus so was. It's so shallow. It's. I thought it was so interesting. It
0: is very interesting. I, I do, like. I. I I, I still don't know how I feel because it was so like different. Mm-hmm. Like the first like half hour I was like, Holy shit, the sh- the focus is so shallow. The movie it
1: kind of looks out of focus for the entirety, but I mean it is in focus. Like but yeah, almost, when it needs to be, almost but dream, almost out of almost focus. Almost dream
0: like. Yeah, you know yeah. the lens that
1: he chose are yeah. called um dream lenses. Oh really? So, yeah, to give it that look.
0: Um and this is a this is a, a wild movie. That that premise sets you up for for some crazy shit to oh, happen. Yeah. Dave Bautista is our is our lead here. He is really good. Oh
1: yeah, I mean we've seen him before in uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. He can act. Like, he's the he's
0: best cool. wrestler actor out there. Oh
1: yeah, wait. Fuck Dwayne Johnson compared to him, like no. he doesn't have shit on him.
0: John Cena has the best comedic time. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Dude's hilarious. Oh yeah. He's so. Have you seen Blockers? No. It's hilarious. I, I want to watch he, that. He's fucking. Good. He's fucking funny. <laughs> but but Dave Bautista is like actual actor oh yeah. this dude is this dude's giving a good performance he is an emotionally scarred person oh
1: yeah hit, like the opening credit sequence of like where we see each character and like their little backstory mm. the way he does it it's Really I, good. I liked it. Yeah. Very Snyder.
0: Uh, really th- different from what he's done before, but mm. it's really like, oh, it, that's cool. It felt like a, it felt like a serious version of the, uh, of the Zombie Land opening. Scene, oh yeah, you're where, right. Where you're getting the song and then just zombie yeah. chaos, and you get some, you get some fun stuff. The, the supporting cast throughout is, I thought was really good. Uh,
1: Dieter, the safe cracker, the German safecracker, He was my favorite part about the really? whole movie, and his dynamic with. Um, with the... Uh, mm-hmm. The other guy, the, the buff guy. Oh,
0: oh yeah. Uh, Omari uh, Hardwick. Hardwick. I
1: yeah, uh, I thought their chemistry was really good. I did
0: think they, they had, like, a, a little... Uh, like, a delightful little, like, friendship. And Tig Notaro, she was fucking hilarious in every scene that she was in. Really? I didn't like her. Really? No. Yeah. Oh, what I, I, I... Some of the... The humor didn't really work for me. It felt too quippy. Hmm. I just... I, I... I struggle with that kind of humor, like, you in the it. Marvel movies and, like, mm-hmm. this. It... It... I, I thought that um, the uh, the safe cracker worked better than, than TIG. Gotcha. Uh, but th- it, it does have have a sense of fun about it. At, at, at least for the first two-thirds, it gets more serious yeah. towards the end. But there is a, a sense of fun, specifically with the, uh, the gore effects, which oh, are insane yeah. in this movie. Yeah. This movie's, like, violence is crazy. Oh, yeah. And,
1: um... You know, reading about like Zack Snyder's like philosophy about going into this movie. Yeah. He was saying something about having fun but not making fun, being self aware but not winking at the camera. I feel like he he's on that line perfectly where sure. it's almost to the point of parody, but it never goes that way. It never looks at the camera and says you're watching a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just to the point of being so extreme that it's like hilarious but not to the point of it being a straight up parody. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. Um and at the center the heart it's is a is, a, is a father is a father-daughter relationship.
1: Surprisingly emotional. Like by the time you get to the end, you know, you, some people don't make it. You know, yeah. But in those those that's really fucking like, hit you hard. I, I don't know for you, but for me, it really hit me hard. I felt it. I felt it. I, felt it, I yeah. went to really, really dig these characters, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I, I want to see him get this money, and then like, yeah.
0: Uh, my favorite thing about this film is uh, the action sequences. Which, oh my are, which are
1: great. The scene with the glow stick at the beginning—that
0: is the best set piece in the movie. You tense. get that. You get that tense building. They're basically in a in a room. And they're going past zombies who are basically hiber- in a hibernated state, yeah. and they can't shine their lights, so they're going down with glow sticks and oh, like, throwing them. Visually, forward. fucking phenomenal. And oh man, that the girl who Samantha is trapped jo. in the
1: middle, just John Wick. Ass. It's like a John Wick scene it's with zombies. So cool. So cool.
0: It's so cool. And then uh, the other, the only one that approaches that for me is is Dave Bautista has one uh, near the end. I mean, he's fucking fist fighting a zombie.
1: It's like. Are you fucking serious? This is insane, but it it works so well.
0: So cool, like the action—it's choreographed and shot so smoothly. Um, the zombies in the movie are scary. Like, yeah, they in, in this movie they have like factions. Yeah, like alphas and. Omegas. Where the alphas are actually like intelligent zombies, mm-hmm. um, at least more intelligent, and they have like a like a like a ruler, a hierarchy. They have like a hierarchy, and that's cool. One of the girls that helps them get into the quarantine zone like is aware of like the hierarchy so she knows like... She's like their guide into Las Vegas. She offers that fucking rapist dude off, <laughs> as like sacrifice. <laughs> that was, that was funny. Um, fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, but it's... Yeah, like like it's it's unique in its presentation. Some of the visual effects are, are a bit odd at times. At times it looks a little bit... Um, I, I know that they had to... Uh, CG, or, uh, like, green screen TIG. Uh, dude, I didn't notice it. Dude. I didn't notice it, except for a couple shots where, oh. where it just looked a bit odd, but that's... They had they had to work yeah. with that. Like, that's not their fault, that mm-hmm. fucking Chris D'Elia was <laughs> who they have for.
1: I'm, I'm glad that Tig Notaro was in the movie, because
0: I couldn't... I feel like Chris D'Elia would
1: have been fucking boring as hell in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Tig Notaro offered, I don't know, just a little bit more life. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: The best, um... The best kill in the movie is that dude that gets mauled by the fucking tiger. The zombie tiger. The zombie that was tiger. Great. He gets fucked for, like, a minute <laughs> straight. <laughs> yeah. And then his head is just bitten, like, half off, like, a, mor- a, like a Mortal Kombat fatality. You, it doesn't
1: cut. You see the brains, the blood just fucking spew out. Fantastic kill.
0: Um, I just... I... We get into the length here. Besides the humor, the length is you my do biggest it. issue.
1: Towards the end, you're like, all right, I, I can't. There was a, there
0: was a point I was like, oh man, this this gotta have like ten minutes left. I looked and there was thirty, and yeah. I was like, oh shit,
1: okay. Yeah. And um, one the main negative that I have with the movie mm-hmm. is the the plot with the daughter and, yeah. and the mother. I just felt it was really frustrating to watch, just because like, I don't know, it just she got on my nerves here and there. I was like, okay.
0: And then she she made the same dumb decision that the fucking girl made in Dawn of the Dead. She did the same oh, thing where she just yeah. ran off by herself. Like, are, you, are you serious? Come and on. And I was like, come on, dude. That was so frustrating mm-hmm. to watch. But, yeah, I, zombie movies just shouldn't be two hours and twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end, I, I was exhausted. I was, like, glad it was ending. Not because like, it was bad. Just because you know, I felt it's kind of a dumb movie, but but it's a dumb movie that, that it
1: knows that it's dumb. It's giving you everything it's, it's got. It, it knows
0: that it's dumb, and it has a heart enough to oh, like yeah. to like be an enjoyable. It's not one that like I love, but it's one that that it feels like like Zach is very comfortable making yeah. this movie. And, like and, it's totally in his wheelhouse. And, you know,
1: and a thing that I felt watching the movie, it felt really refreshing for mm-hmm. just like. Movies in general, I've never seen any a movie with this visual style. The story is really smart. It just felt everything was new, mm-hmm. even though it was a zombie movie and he's done this before. It just felt brand new. I was like, "This is this is cool." I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed this.
0: I could have gone without that. Like, I didn't need that five minute like epilogue thing that they did with him getting on a plane and oh and
1: like, really? I I mean I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I
0: knew he survived the second like they closed the safe. I was like, oh, okay. Oh okay. Uh, I was like, I sure, <laughs> um, but. There again, and it's got some cool. I kind of met Larry Fong. They had a, a nice Easter egg like, yeah, for Larry the, Fong the and the and magic
1: the, tricks because he does a lot of magic tricks on set.
0: Yeah. And it's it was a, like right after a shot that reminded me of Larry Fong with like uh one of them like up on the uh, the statue the of Empire. Yeah, 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 the uh, the Statue of Liberty, and I was like, oh, that's like a very Larry Fong shot. Mm-hmm. Then they show a little Easter egg doing, and I was like, that, that's that was not. cool. Zack Snyder likes his people. Yeah, he, he's very he works with
1: the same crew like every time. You no, know, the... The zombie plays Zeus. He, the actor, he's been around. He's mainly a stunt actor. Mm-hmm. He he did the Batman stunts. He, oh. he actually played a role in Sucker Punch. He was one of uh, Oscar Isaac's like henchmen. Yeah, and okay. he's been around for so long. To see him have like a full-on role, yeah, that was really cool. To Dude's see. big and scary. Oh yeah, he's got a cape too. <laughs> and the the metal the metal yeah. like
0: yeah. Uh, helmet thing. Oh, that, that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was. A movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like it was. It was totally like a dumb, fun blockbuster movie. I, I don't know if it's still playing in theaters or if it was just for that. Like, I think first they movie.
1: extended it a little bit.
0: They extended. This is one you should catch in theaters. I mean, this
1: was the movie for me. That um, the first movie since the since COVID started since I've it in theaters. Yeah, it was it was great to see in theaters. Yeah, big either movie. either
0: either in theaters or on on a big four K TV yeah. with a surround sound because. It's one of those blockbusters where where it's fun mm-hmm. and dumb and it knows it. Yeah. It's like we're just going to show you Dave Bautista running on poker tables. That was shredding. fucking incredible. That
1: scene when he's just going off in the casino lobby. Yeah. That was that was everything I needed.
0: After he after the girl that he likes dies it's a fucking neck snap that was that was a weird that was a little it, bit of the the first head tilt was really weird looking then the, but then the, the bone coming out <laughs> i was like what the fuck and then yeah it did feel a little unneeded but i mean it, again it got me i was like oh, oh shit they yeah. killed her right there I mean, you know um it felt like a I i knew uh, i knew bautista was going like oh. as soon as like he started bonding with his daughter i'm like oh. he's out <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna kill the
1: daughter <laughs> It felt like a Suicide Squad movie. Like the movie that should have yeah, been. A yeah, yeah. It
0: it does feel like a better version of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um uh, let's see how the Suicide Squad stacks up. No, I know I know how you're a fan <laughs> of that shit. Um but
1: yeah, that that's Army of the Dead. And we've basically we've gone through I feel like we've talked about almost all of Zack Snyder's movies, except for Watchmen and 300 at this point. Yeah,
0: and and by the time we watch those, we will invite you back to talk I'll about be, them. What, what would you feel rating-wise for this rating one? Wise, I'll probably go with like 7.5, maybe 7.7. 7, 10 I'm like, I'm so close. 6.7. Like, I'm really close to like a 7. It just doesn't quite get there for me, but it's a fun movie. Oh, yeah. And I had fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Zack Snyder has a very interesting filmography. He's tried a, a whole ton <laughs> yeah.
1: of things. Mm-hmm. You can't say that he has like one uh, stick. No, he goes. No, he goes everywhere. No,
0: now he definitely has his stylistic. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> things. Even in, in uh, Army, they have like the uh, the covers of, of songs. Mm-hmm. The song choices I thought were good. Yeah, the the cover of Zombie was really cool yeah. near the end. Um, but no, they they do some really cool things. Mm. It, I appreciate him. After watching all these movies the past couple months, I appreciate Zack Snyder more. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was I, I shit on him quite a bit before but His that. movies
1: are aging a lot better than I was... And I'll
0: still... When we, when we get to talk about Watchmen... Oh, I love... Watchmen, I fucking love Watchmen. You can have an entire
1: episode of Watchmen. Watchmen, to me, when people ask, like, what's my favorite movie, I usually go with that.
0: That is perfectly fine man the direct the director's cut of Watchmen is that three three hours of of comic book goodness we'll we'll get to that eventually oh absolutely um yeah that's that's pretty much the episode Uh, we're having you i'm having you back on in a couple weeks talk about the conjuring and i
1: will i'm excited to see i've never seen a conjuring movie and i'm excited to watch them
0: uh, uh, plug away, you got it. You got anywhere they want you to uh, find.
1: You can follow me on uh, Instagram. I don't even know my name on that. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Letterbox uh, It's just Marsh Jaswell, but yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, you can follow the podcast uh, Cinema Shakedown on on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K R I E G H B A U M. I also write for a website, Clapper. It's cool. They have a bunch of podcasts. They have one called Uncut Gems. I was just on it on their Mother episode. So check that out. Uncut Gems. Thanks for having me. Of course. Bye.